Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello. Good evening. And welcome. Can it be? Yes, it can. Saturday night once again on Mike's Radio, 9 o'clock. It is time for the cats in the hats to come out and play, as they say. It is jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, in a month of bank holidays, here on Jumping In, we'll bring you more special editions. This week for International Jazz Day. What's that I hear you cry? What's that? Exactly. Well, back in 2011, the lovely people at UNESCO, realising the cultural and artistic merit in the wonderful musical art form that is jazz, officially designated April 30th as International Jazz Day in order to highlight jazz and its diplomatic role of uniting people in all corners of the globe. And for a bonus point, can you tell me what UNESCO stands for? Uh, I can't off the top of my head, I've forgotten. It's United Nations um, Environmental and something and CO. Yeah, close, but no cigar. The United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organisation. There we are. However, I would have accepted no nonsense, as in, what does UNESCO stand for? No nonsense, as a suitable answer. So, H, which international jazz stars featuring in the mega concert have you as you scrabbling for tickets at the box office, and which are your second-rate contingency standbys? Well, you know what? There are so many uh, great artists appearing all around the globe and in this fantastic International band. Well, you know, uh, on bass, I think I'll go for a bit of Mr. Christian McBride. Uh, on drums, uh, or being a drummer, I think I might have two Antonio Sanchez and uh, maybe a bit of Terry Lynn Carrington as well. And maybe you've got a pianist. And for me, well, we're more common than casual. The game's afoot, however you say it. Pesky Pets Parade, and we start with some monkeying around. You see, tonight's show is our selection from the vast array of stars in the free streamed concert from stages all over the globe, which we can all sit at home and watch tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this later on, you can watch on a stream service somewhere. Here's John Beasley's Munkestra with Epistrophe.
Hmm. Taken from his 2016 album Munkestra Volume 1, that was the wonderful John Beasley, composer, band leader, arranger and keyboardist extraordinaire, with his take on Thelonious Monk's epistrophe. As Dave Gelly said back in the day as a review of John's arrangements, he lifts Monk's melodies away from their native idiom of bebop and replants them in a musically cosmopolitan 21st century. Monk's insistent, almost manic worrying at single phrases is replaced by sudden surprises and changes of direction. And what a fantastic band, Bob Shepard. Ralph Moore, Danny Yankowitz, and Adam Schroeder, all on saxes. Hubert Laws on flute and other woodwinds. B. John Watson, Kay Palmer, and Brian Schwartz on trumpets. Wendell Kelly and Francisco Torres on trombones. The wonderfully named Jubilant Sykes on vocals. Uh, Joey DeFrancesco, the late Joey DeFrancesco on Hammond. John Patacucci and Benjamin Shepard on bass. Gregoire Mare on harmonica. Vinnie Galuta, Ulysses Owens, and Tyrion Gulli, all on the drums. Joey DeLeon on congas and percussion, and of course, John Beasley leading from the piano. And this was one of those impulse buys we both independently grabbed copies of in listening to it in Ray's jazz shop in Foils in London after hearing it. And I can recommend all of them to lovers of Monk's idiosyncratic style, given great big band treatments. Terrific stuff. Yeah, I don't know. One, two volumes, three volumes? I don't know. Certainly three. two. Three. Is three. The, yeah, I think I've got one and two. I don't think I've heard volume three, but um, no The doubt. third one is called Monk Plays Beasley, but that's good too. Maybe I do have a knocking around somewhere. Good stuff in any case. It is jumping in. We are celebrating International Jazz Day, which is tomorrow. Woo-hoo! So it's just like a few hours out. If you're uh, zooping around, you might be somewhere around the world listening on the web, of course, uh, Paris and New York, uh, wherever it might be. But, yeah, Herbie Hancock uh, has announced, uh, this was a while back, I think, in the end of April, the programme for this year's celebration of uh, International Jazz Around the Globe. The flagship Jazz Day itself, well, there's an all-star global concert, which, uh, as Chris said, is being streamed, I think, so you can watch that if you've got a quiet corner to sit down somewhere with an extraordinary selection of performances by uh, Dan Reeves, uh, Marcus Miller, Didi Bridgewater, Melody Gardo, Sergio Mendes, Cyril Aimé, Antonio Sanchez, John Beasley, we've just heard, and this man we're just about to hear, Christian McBride, the wonderful bass player, smiler, great hat wearer, cigar smoker, and he's played with, well, you name it, Everyone, pretty much. His new John band been making great sounds of late. We're going to go back a little bit further to 2014 when he took his trio into the Village Vanguard in New York. And this is called Interlude.
Yes, indeed. You wouldn't mind cheering for that one, would you? In the Village Vanguard. If you've never been there, uh, I, well, I'd just say go and check it out. It is one of the most iconic jazz clubs in the world. Uh, none the worse for basically being a small hole underground where there's absolutely no frills whatsoever. Wooden chairs, small tables, tiny bandstand. Last time I was down there, the loo wasn't working. I hope they've got that fixed now. Uh, and you basically get beer, and that's pretty much it, as far as I recall. Uh, you can buy a T-shirt, I think, in there. Anyway... It's had 
been played host to some of the best jazz ever, I think, particularly some of the recorded jazz. Just has that atmosphere. You can feel it oozing from the walls. Christian McBride there on a bass with the wonderful uh, Christian Sands, who we did interview on this programme uh, a year or two back at the London Jazz Festival. Lovely chap he turned really out. Really good chap. Yeah, yeah, he sort of looked a bit sort of stern on some of his photos. He's really charming, great guy. Even did a sting in Manx I think. Uh, and uh, Ulysses Owens Jr., I think, hails from New Orleans. Uh, fine drummer on the drums and uh, one of the bass players one of the bass players at least who are playing in the wonderful celebration of jazz which is taking place tomorrow that's two in a row for Ulysses Owens he's doing well so far now uh, next uh, of course around the corner and not very far away from uh, the village vanguard is the blue note and after three wonderful in common sessions from Walter Smith III I suppose we're wondering where this consistently inventive sax man would turn to next well a comfy place perhaps I'll explain after we hear Contra. Thank you. 
Contra there, taken from the latest release from sax player Walter Smith III. Return to casual. Why did I say a comfy place? Well, the saxophonist's debut back in 2005 was entitled Casually Introducing. And then ten years on, he glibly assured us with his fourth release that he was still casual. Now a further eight years on with his 16th release... He's returning to casual, for which he has assembled a great new band and also uh, a new label, a Blue Note debut for the man, with pianist Taylor Eigstein, guitarist Matt Stevens, bassist Harish Regaivan, uh, trumpeter Ambrius Akinmaziri, and also a guest appearance by pianist James Francis and, of course, Walter Smith III. Go on, treat yourself to a copy. Yeah, sounds very good indeed. Uh, although you're saying, is the CD out? It's just downloaded at the moment. Don't I? I, it's due, yeah. but the, the download is definitely available now, mm. and uh, the launch date is roundabout now, so the CD it could well be available. Uh, terrific stuff. The only bad part about Walter Smith is the only time we've seen him live under his own name. He was incredibly disappointing. We don't know whether he was jet-lagged or just couldn't be bothered, but he played a very lacklustre set and had to be told to go back in the back stand, on the bandstand because I think he delivered about 50 minutes when he'd been booked for an hour. And, yeah, the, the promoters and the people at Southport Jazz weren't best pleased with him. And I, think he, had, I think he had some travel issues. He'd been travelling yeah. for sort of 18 hours shame, or something, and the, album, and the gig was in the morning, wasn't it? It was yeah, a Sunday morning. Every album I've got of him, I've really, really know, enjoyed it. That's the way it goes, isn't it? Um, seen this man a few times and um, varying from brilliant to what well, you saw, I think, in the Roundhouse one time when it wasn't so much him as the acoustics were appalling. Herbie Hancock, the man himself who was putting together the band, I think he sort of puts all the musicians together for the International Jazz Day in celebration for these mega bands so that we definitely need something from him. Um, where do you start? I don't know. You can take your pick from God knows how many albums. I almost random off the shelf. How about VSOP back in the 70s? And Herbie with the boys and Nefertiti. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, yes, another great liver as well. VSOP, the quartet that Herbie Hancock set up after. It was like the second great Miles Quintet without Miles, as you probably sort of gathered listening to the players there. Herbie getting into his electric phase very much there, so playing electric piano, but pretty much as an acoustic in that particular effect. Uh, Eddie Henson taking trumpet and flugelhorn, uh, Julian Priest on some tenor and bass uh, sax on, on um, the album as well. On that particular case, we did hear Wayne, of course, Wayne Shorter playing tenor and soprano saxophone, so basically it was the old Miles Quintet with... Freddie Hubbard taking trumpet duties on that particular track. Tony Williams, of course, on the drums. Ron Carter at the bass. But like I said, various other places on the album, you get Eddie Henderson coming in, Julian Priester, Benny Maupin from the Headhunters as well, of course, Buster Williams, Billy Hart, fantastic lineup. Going back to 1976, which was a good year, really. It was very warm. That was the year of the great warmth on the album, if anyone remembers. It was the great warmth, although we weren't too bad last year, were we, to be fair? Uh, now, next for me, another big player in the orchestration, composition and band-leading game, the wonderful Vince Mendoza with his latest release with the Metropole Orchestra, Olympians, and this track featuring another of the Jazz Day stars, vocalist Diane Reeves. Here's the universally understated Esperanto. There's a secret that never dies Like a song of hidden meanings that we never apprehend There are questions just as old as time And the answers that come never quite make amends Even so, when you look at time you can get a subtle feeling of the way it ought to be. Take a good look at your own real life and you'll see if you want what you've gotten to be. It's a hope, a sign, a measure of quiet rapture, of love, and what may come after it's letting go and letting the answer be an answer how did smoke learn how to fly where do birds go off to die why does cold sleep in Feel free. 
Writing it still equally at home with Joni Mitchell, Pat Matheny, Mike Brecker, John Schofield, or indeed the 58-piece Metropole Orchestra. That was Esperanto, taken from Vince Mendoza's new release, Olympians, and featured on that track, vocalist Diane Reeves, who joins a whole host of other A-list jazz stars tomorrow for the Marathon World Jazz Day concert. Certainly is, and we are celebrating some of the artists involved in that. It is pretty much a global affair. Concerts all over the place with this sort of mega band being put together by uh, Herbie Hancock, who we just heard, of course, 
playing in all sorts of different formats, no doubt. And uh, one of the drummers, as I said, it was the wonderful Antonio Sanchez, perhaps best known for his tenure with uh, Pat Metheny, but some cracking albums out under his own name, including this on Cam Jazz, the Meridian Suite, and here's a great track called Channels of Energy.
Classic stuff, and it does actually remind me, 
possibly of, I don't know, whether it's a bit of weather report, whether it's a bit of pat, but something very good indeed. Antonio Sanchez from his Meridian suite out on Cam Jazz a few years ago. Antonio drums, keyboard, vocals on some tracks as well. I can take a leave those. Seamus Blake on tenor and Ewe, John Escrete on piano and Fender Rhodes, Matt Brewer on acoustic and electric basses, and also you've got uh, Tana Alex. Uh, Alex on vocals on some tracks and Adam Rogers playing guitar as well. We're checking that one out. And of course, it is all for this International Jazz Day, which has been taking place, or it's taking place, I should say, tomorrow, set up by Herbie and his Institute of Jazz and all about basically being a goodwill ambassador and spreading the word of peace and music and art throughout the world through the medium of jazz. Fantastic. And great album, The Meridian Suite, as you say. The one the year before, Three Times Three, also great. His latest one, Shift, Bad Hombre. I'm not quite so sure, a bit of a curious egg. But there we are, great playing nonetheless. Well, that is just about it for this week. Next week, there's another special edition, but I think we'll leave you to work out the theme for yourselves. (sighs) For now... We'll leave you with a guitarist we've been lucky enough to see a number of times and indeed interview some years ago. His live sets always rock the house, the foundations, but his records always seem to be a bit more jazzy. In this case, in the company of Roy Hargrove trumpet, Bob Francini and Bab Malik on both on tenor sax, Greg Murrah again for the second time on harmonica, Jim Beard piano organ synthesizer, Chris Mindoki and Michelle Negcello, Victor Wooten, Anthony Jackson all taking turns on bass. Also, Richard Boner on bass, Dave Weckel, Kevin Thompson on drums, and of course Mike Sturm with the title track from his 2006 album Who Let the Cats Out Loud See you next week Meow
Thank you.